Hello everybody. It is August 4th today, Wednesday, the year 2021. Um, I realize it's been a little over a year since my last podcast post. Um, I won't go into what all's been going on, but I am finally now able to get after it and maintain some regularity. So, let's get started. I realized I did James 1 and 2 as my last uh, podcast, and so what I want to do is pick up on James 3. Um, I'm going to be adding some other other kinds of things to the podcast at the end of each chapter that I read and expound on. And that's just to talk about other things that I'm doing. Um, And this is kind of what I've been wanting to do basically, well, well, for the last seven years for sure. But all my adult life is to be able to not have to go to work. And I know that's everybody's dream, but, you know, where I'm nearing retirement age, I've finally been able to get to that point where I can focus on my writing. I've been writing a blog. I might have mentioned that before. I've been doing that for five years. Um, I started a YouTube channel, which went the same way that this one, the podcast did, where I put up one video in January of this year and couldn't get back to it. So Now, after prayerfully considering what it is the Lord wants me to do, he wants me to get out the message that's on my heart. Everybody has, in their own convictions, in their own hearts, I say that if you're Christian, I mean, of course you have convictions if you're not, but what the Holy Spirit is leading me to get out to you know, people, anybody who's willing to listen. I don't do much for advertising. What what I might do now is mention on my YouTube channel that I have a podcast. And on there I have links to, um, I have a Christian blog. That's the one I've been doing for five years. And then I started another blog for preparedness. And that's uh, physical and spiritual preparedness. That one's fairly new. I think I have four posts on there. And then on those channels, I might, you know, mention the other ones, you know, and and maybe try to cross-reference. I don't know. I'm not looking to, at this point, run ads or monetize or do anything like that. I mean, I might later. I don't know. It depends on if the Lord is leading me to do that. You know, Paul didn't ask to get paid for, you know, his ministering, but he was given money and provisions by fellow Christians, and it was given to him when he needed it. He knew what it was like to be in want, and he knew what it was like to be in plenty. You know, it all depends on where the Lord wants me, you know, with that. For now, I'm able to get by on, you know, savings and whatever, whatever I have for right now. 
And I'm content with that. The Lord always provides. He told me years ago, I will always make sure you have food and clothing and a shelter and everything you need. So don't worry about it. So I'm not going to. Um, and so here we are. Um, so what I'd like to do is start with uh, James 3. And I've been reading out of the King James Easy Reader version. Personally, I read just plain old King James. But it's sometimes a little easier to read with the Easy Reader and maybe New King James or, or whichever anybody has. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use this one for right now. So let's get started. James chapter 3. My brethren, be not many masters, knowing that we shall receive the greater condemnation. For in many things we offend all. If any man offend not in word, the same is a perfect man, and able also to bridle the whole body. Behold, we put bits in the horses' mouths, that they may obey us, and we turn about their whole body. Behold also the ships, which though they be so great, and are driven of fierce winds, yet are they turned about with a very small helm, wherever the governor lists. Even so the tongue is a little member, and boasts great things. Behold, how great a matter a little fire kindles. So I'd like to interject um, verse 2. It says the same is a perfect man, those who, who don't offend, um, and they're able to bridle the whole body. That's something that takes our entire lives to do. You know, we can try and try and try not to say something mean, not to be sarcastic, not to, you know, just say something we know that isn't pleasing to the Lord. And even thinking it is the same thing. So we can try and try and try. You're not going to be able to do it. This is a work that is worked out in you through sanctification, through following Jesus through following the Holy Spirit's leading. So just so you know, a perfect man, it's that's only determined by what God determines as a perfect man. If we try to think we're perfect, well, you know, then then you got a whole another issue. That's that's some pride. So in verse 5, he says, "Behold, how great a matter a little fire kindles. The tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity." So is the tongue among our members, that it defiles the whole body and sets on fire the course of nature, and it is set on fire of hell. For every kind of beasts and of birds and of serpents and of things in the sea is tamed and has been tamed of mankind. But the tongue can no man tame. It's an unruly evil, full of deadly poison." So interjection, I mean, how many times have we, have we said to someone, a friend of ours, you know, I can't believe what so-and-so did. Do, do you believe that? You know, how could they be so fill-in-the-blank, you know? And then later on, after you've left talking with your friends or that person, you leave and you're like, oh... Why did I cut them down? Oh, man, I got to quit doing that. It's just, I know God hates it. You know what I'm saying. 
All right. But the tongue can no man tame. It's an unruly evil full of deadly poison. Therewith bless we God, even the Father, and therewith curse we men, which are made after the similitude, likeness, of God. Out of the same mouth proceeds blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things ought so, ought not so to be. Does a fountain send forth at the same place sweet water and bitter? Can the fig tree, my brethren, bear olive berries, either a vine, figs? So can no fountain both yield salt water and fresh. Who is a wise man and endued with knowledge among you? Let him show out of a good conversation his works with meekness of wisdom. So interjection, it's it's also going to reflect on how you act. You know, what's your behavior? What's your behavior about things? You know, do you say one thing, but then a few, a few hours later act out a different thing? You know what I mean? Kind of the same thing. But if you hit verse 14, but if you have bitter envying and strife in your hearts, glory not and lie not against the truth. This wisdom descends not from above, but is earthy, sensual, devilish. For where envying and strife is, there is confusion in every evil work. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, easy to be entreated, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. And the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace of them that make peace. So that's the end of chapter 3. Um, verse 17, wisdom that's from above. So James is saying, you know, if we think we're wise, but we're saying bad things about other people, you know, what kind of wisdom is that? You know, if you have knowledge about something and you tell it to others or you think in your heart, I know so much about what's going on there. You know, they, them people. You know, that, that is not wisdom from above. That is probably just yourself saying, yeah, I'm so much better than that person. Oh my gosh. And we all do it. We all do it. But wisdom that's from above is pure. You know, is your talk pure? Sometimes mine isn't, you know. I'm trying to work on that. Is it peaceable, gentle, easy to be entreated, full of mercy, good fruits, without partiality, without hypocrisy? These are hard things. These are hard things, you know? But we work on ourselves. We work on ourselves because we know that the Father is listening. He wants to see he wants to see the motive in our hearts. Do we want to work on ourselves? Or are we just putting on a show? That's hypocrisy. You know, are we going to church and, oh, hi, oh, 
bless you, you know, and all this. And then we leave. And it's like, oh my gosh, that service was so long, so boring. Ugh. Do we, why do we keep going? You know what I'm saying? These things, these are thoughts that all of us have. Um, I want to, th this bothered me. And so I'm just going to say it. When I left church last Sunday, I found a new church. Um, I've been back living in this town now for uh, two and a half years. Well, a little over two years. And I'm on my third church. The first one I went to, their message was grace, grace, grace. You're fine, you're fine, you're fine. Don't work on yourself. Grace, 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 grace. I, I don't mean to say that grace isn't an important thing. But God is not all about grace. He is just. He's a just judge. So he gives grace, but he also judges. And that means we have to work on ourselves because what else would he be judging if there's nothing to judge? So the second church I went to was, uh, you know, have you ever been to those churches where you walk in the door? And here I go talking, you know, it's like, don't cut people down. So I'm not. But the atmosphere when I walked in the door, you know, it was, it was just like I was, I felt very invisible. And, and then the sermon was like, you know, the reason why our church isn't growing is because you guys don't really know how to present the gospel and invite people here. I was like, what? No, I don't think so. So now I'm back to the church I was going to in 2018 when I would come here to visit my kids when I was living up north. And so I've been there twice now, and I, I love it. They preach repentance, just like Jesus did. You know, they, they talk about things you need to work on yourself. They talk about sin. I mean, can you imagine? Very few churches today mention that three-letter word. They actually talk about sin. Do you have sin in your life? It's like, yes, preach it. We do, and we need to work on it. We need to be reminded to work on it. But when I left um, this last Sunday, a guy in the parking lot cut me off trying to get out before everybody else, and then he cut another person off, you know, getting out of onto the road, and then, and I happened to be going on the same road he was going on, and long story short, it was like, why, why do we feel that way when we leave? Like I was talking to my daughter today and she's like, I'll be singing a praise and worship song and then someone will cut me off in my car. And I'm like, what the, what do you, you know, and swear. And then I'll be like, geez, Lord. And then I'll go back to singing my worship song. You know, I'm just getting real here. This is the way we are. Let's not pretend we're not that way. If you're pretending that, you're not that way. I have a hard time believing it, that you're not that way. We're all like that. We are. Okay, rant over. Verse 18, and the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace of them that make peace. All God wants is for us to try. Just try. He does the work in us, but 
we, of knowledge of ourselves and how we are, we can help by showing him we want to change, we want to be better. We really do. So that's James chapter 3. Uh, next Wednesday, I'm gonna. I'm planning on putting these up every Wednesday. Um, I didn't think anybody was listening to them, but the last one I did a year ago had 42 listeners. Thank you. Thank you to my listeners. I appreciate that. So I'm going to continue. Um, and so I wanted to talk about um, the blog that I've been doing for many years, five years, six years. And I, like this, I took a year off. Um, things happen. It's like, oh, but I'm, you know, I'm, I'm really feeling comfortable that I'll be able to continue with this podcast, especially if people are listening. Um, and we should talk even though about Jesus, even though people aren't willing to listen or aren't listening, you know, still be willing to talk. But, um, like before, I plan on keeping these under 30 minutes, um, what I wanted to do was to read um, blog posts that I've done, and it's at professingchristians.wordpress.com, but so that if you're interested, <clears throat> you don't have to go back and, and read a bunch of them, but I'll just kind of read one, they're short, read one at the end of each um, scripture reading that I do. And just kind of give you an idea, give you, a, give you the kind of flavor of what it's about. Um, I didn't realize my writing's a little bit cheeky, sometimes sarcastic. I don't know. But so what I'll do is I'll put inflection in where I have inflection in the writing so you can kind of get the flavor of what my blog is about. This is the Christian blog, not the preparedness one. So I'm going to start with uh, January of 2021. I didn't do one every week, but I tried. All right, but I do have quite a few. So let's go with uh, this one was done January 12th of this year. It's called A Wild Ride. So here we are in the year 2021. A lot of people are saying they hope this year is better than last year. I agree, 2020 was a doozy of a year. But I want to play optimist for a minute. What good came of 2020? It depends on how you look at it. I think we needed it. I think we were taking for granted the freedoms we had only one year ago and not realizing there were people out there that didn't have the spoiled life that we had or have. Think of the things that were taken away that we felt were our right. Church gatherings, haircuts, going to the gym, going out to eat with friends, to name a few. Are these things luxuries? Well, yes. Think about other countries that live under a tyrannical rule. They don't get to do lots of things that we did every day without even a second thought. Think about what life was like in the 1800s. There was no electricity. There were no cars. Eating out in a restaurant was unheard of. Gas lanterns, outhouses, no phones. They must have been miserable. Well, no, they weren't. 
I think they were happier than we are now. They read books, learned to play music, went to bed early, got up early, did chores, raised their own food, taught their own children or had a neighborhood school, bartered with neighbors for the things they needed, laughed and cried together, worked hard, but took satisfaction in a job well done. What is life, t- life like today for many? Punch a clock to pay for things you don't really need. Spend hours on your cell phone or TV, worrying if you'll be able to keep your job or if the almighty government will shut your workplace down. Wonder if your kids will ever go back to school or even have a semi-normal childhood. What's so bad about the way things used to be? Is it that far of a stretch to get back to that way of living? What if we don't have a choice but to live that way or else be forced to obey the rules of people who want to control you or won't get the handout? Or you won't get the handout. I believe desperation will cause some people to make that choice. I pray God will allow us to be able to live freely while appreciating his goodness and not be forced to take what the government forces on us. I'm not anti-America. I am anti-dictator-style government. Just who do they think they are? They think they are our saviors. Well, I have a savior already, thank you. And I can't wait until he puts them in their place. And that's a place I don't want to go, that's for sure. So will 2021 be better than 2020? It depends on what you think better is. But I think we are in for more of the same. Evil being forced on unsuspecting good people. Either way, I think it's going to be a wild ride. So that was the post of January 12th of 2021. And uh, next week I will I will read the February 5th one. It is I don't want to be a concubine. So with that, um, I wanted to also go over the YouTube channel that I have. It's Prepare333. I noticed today there's another one with that same name. Didn't know that. I looked in when I created it quite a while back. Uh, I didn't see it. But anyway, mine's the one that has the pretty blue logo. It looks like a, like maybe a waterfall scene. Well, here I have a picture. I can describe it. It's really pretty. I like it. Oh, no. No, I don't have it right here. But anyway, um, it's really pretty blue. Yes, I do. And it's mountains. And the mountains have snow. And the green, evergreen trees in there. Um, But the water is crystal clear, light blue. And the reason I chose that photo is because... uh, And it's it's a... uh, Like free use photo but because in 2014 right before I started my blog um, I had quit my job at the government and I had been reading a lot of scripture and studying a lot about I love the history of you know movements of the 1800s and 
you know, years ago revivals and things like that. And so I was reading a lot of that. And I got tired and I laid down on the couch to just take a break. And I felt myself being swept away. And I was not asleep, but I was not awake. It's kind of like the Peter Pan thing, you know, in between sleep and awake. But I was in a crystal clear blue ocean that I could breathe in. And I was being swept along like in a current of a river. It was really weird, but I knew it was an ocean. But anyway, I, I could see around me this same color blue and these little tiny crystals in the water. And then right as I was being swept into what felt like another dimension, like dying and going to heaven, um, Apparently, I must have resisted, like, what is this? But at the same time, it felt so good. I was like, yeah, yeah, I want to go there. But something in me must have been like, no, not time yet. And I woke up and I opened my eyes. But I could feel it around me like a blanket. It was like water would feel, but it was like air at the same time. And I could feel the presence of the Lord when I was when I was in there and I was like oh I hope that's what dying feels like I really do because it felt so good but anyway that's why I chose this color blue um I also had another dream which was just this past February of this particular scene the really high tall mountains and a crystal clear blue river running through I dreamed of that, dreamt that, however you say it. And so that's why the picture what is what it is. Um, but that's the Prepare 333 channel. There's only two videos on there. Um, low quality. The first one's an introduction. The second one I just posted the other day um, about the acreage I live on. Um, I live on 60 acres, way out in the middle of nowhere in Arizona kind of in the mountains and the things that I have to deal with out here like today I killed a wolf spider that was massive but it was pretty but it was about half the size of a tarantula it wasn't in my cabin it was out on the RV it was huge but but it was really a pretty looking spider <laughs> but anyway furry but anyway so I didn't take a video. Well, I did take a video of that, but I digress. So you can check out that channel, Prepare 333. And on there in the About page, it has a link, a link to the professing, ugh, Professing Christians blog that I was just reading, as well as the Wix blog of the Prepare, um, which, you know, I'm just getting back into adding content on there. And then that's going to be more of how to prepare for what's coming which we really do need to do and before it's too late and pretty soon it will be too late so um last announcement every second wednesday of the month i'm gonna have a guest on the podcast the first one and we might have a few with her is a gal i know 
Her name is Chelsea. And she's a really good friend. And she keeps talking to me about the flat earth. Now, if there's any of you out there that want to know more about the flat earth, um, I'm going to have her on. And she is saying that it is absolutely biblical. And she gave me this sheet of 240 plus flat earth doctrine scriptural proofs. So I thought it might be interesting to kind of break things up and have her on for a few sessions and um, just have a discussion. Um, you know, we're, I, with my content, I'm not trying to push my beliefs on anybody. If you don't agree with me, just just click off, you know, go on to something else. If you, if you're interested in, in what I'm saying, or maybe what she has to say, then, then just listen to it. There's nothing wrong with being open-minded, but if you feel God is telling you that, no, this is not for you, you know, just pray about it because this I feel my mandate for these end times is to share what's on my heart, what he's put on my heart. I gave my life to Christ 36 years ago. And like I said, in the last three years, he has opened up revelation upon revelation to me. But everyone's belief system is different, and I respect that. So... I guess what I want to say is pray about it, pray about everything I say, pray about any guests I have on, what they say, and take it to the Lord in prayer. But my main prayer for you is that you are ready when Jesus comes back, which is going to be soon. So be blessed and have a great day.